0: This podcast is brought to you by org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Okay, everyone, welcome back to the day of Just a quick thought over here. But first, a reminder to all of our listeners that any feedback, comments, ideas, suggestions are appreciated. Please email to dbitochen at gmail.com. That's D, as in David. B i t a c h o n at gmail.com. Um, I I remember being told the story that someone asked the Sama of He asked them for an meitzah, advice, a suggestion on how to acquire the trait of bitachon, of trusting and relying on him Hashem. Um. And the response that he gave uh, I, I think is uh, contains a, a profound lesson and he told him which which means you have to also have be for that as well before the actual trusting on an Hashem you have to also have trust even for that I, I think what that means is that um most of the times trust is is garnered it's it's gained it's a it's it's more of a reaction to something that happens rather than just initially trusting, in other words if let's say someone does you does favors for you or someone you know goes out of his way to help you something like that so then the reaction that you have to trust that person in a specific area whatever it may be is is very normal it's it's you know it's a a plus b equals c someone did you a favor equals that you can trust him and him, rely on him to do good things for you, to help you out, whatever it may be. But when we talk about Bittaqan and Hashem, so we grow up without um a you know, a cognizance of an awareness of Hashem's presence like like we do with other things. Obviously we try to give over a knach to our children. Right? We hope that we, we got a a uh of training us that Hashem's presence is as, as real as it gets, but obviously it's a process to really internalize that and to live with that. So there's a certain amount of trust um, that, that, that's required to throw a person in, so to speak, into the world of Yitachim, where he doesn't see you know, like the physical connection. He lives in the physical realm and he doesn't see that physical connection, doesn't see Hashem, so to speak, doing good things for him, as he does by, by other things. person can get to the level he realizes clearly that it's all Hashem but we're you know we're talking about a process, so there there is a need for that talking as well. There's a need for that bittachin as well. That initial bitachin, that uh, that pre that's a prerequisite, a prerequisite for the the follow-up, the, the real talking so to speak. And in terms of that, uh, you, you don't have a, the, you don't see the relationship of cause and effect as to why should I be and Hashem as much as as other things at least initially um this obviously presents a challenge there's no there's no question i just want to point out a side benefit of this and anyone agrees or disagrees welcome to to shoot an email and that is that this relationship because it's built so much on trust now obviously we have to we have to first establish that we know that Hashem takes care of us, right? Any believing Jew, in terms of the logic, that there is a creator and that he's, he's doing good for us, we, a person that believes in the words of Chazal, so the, the knowledge we have, the real knowledge that Hashem is everywhere, he's in total control, he's always doing good for us, we're assuming that the listener is holding past that point. Again, for someone that's not, that's a different discussion that requires a different discussion. But if a person's holding past that point, so it's not like blind faith, it's not like blind trust. Obviously, we're going based on, on solid reasons. Obviously, our Muna, we all know is true for very simple reasons, national conscience, et cetera. Everyone's, well, even all the major religions agree to a, a, a moment I that there was a revelation at, at Sinai, um, whereas uh, other major religions started from, you know, from, from one person in secret. Um, which, which obviously questions the credence of, of such a thing, but uh, but um, by by the it six hundred thousand people. It's impossible for a lie to persist, you know, with, with such a continuity. And uh, we see even all the other major religions; they they all agree to the authenticity of the Bible, of the Torah, and of of the revelation at Sinai. No one's arguing that because it happened, and it's impossible to argue it. Um, we're not going to go into the basic um, discussions of of uh, the foundations of our, our belief. The point is that once you're holding past that logical step of believing in Hashem and the basics of, of a Muna, so it's no longer a matter of blind faith, yet it still is a trust, at least in terms of the emotions, where you don't see that there's this physical connection. However, as I said, a, a tremendous side benefit of this is, is that the relationship is built on a whole new level of trust that you don't have where you see the physical connection, the physical cause and the fact, the reason why I should respond to any entity with trust in it for him. And and due to that, the relationship is that much stronger. Because I gave over so much for this relationship, I am giving in, I am putting in so much trust into this relationship, despite that I don't feel initially the connection as much. If I persevere and I really mature this relationship, of trust in Hashem that will be rock solid in a way that is incomparable to any other trusting relationship simply because of the fact of the deficiency that you start off with in not seeing the direct, someone did me something good, I'm going to trust him because of that. Because you lack that, that's the very reason for the strength of the relationship later on. Everyone should have tremendous success I'm working on this and everyone should have a wonderful day.